Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane Shannonelli back with you again. Today, we have not just one draft, we have two drafts. So, our main topic is going to be we're going to redraft these rookie picks. Right? So, we're going to do a three round rookie mock draft. Some people might say, why? We've already done our rookie drafts. So some people haven't. I still have three leagues that haven't done the rookie draft yet. Uh, so some of that's for me. But also, if you can kind of still slot where these players are in, then you have a better idea of where that value is and what you can trade for that player. If we just use that, you know, that average slot in the draft. So that's what we're going to do today. But first, we're going to do another nonsense draft um, Shane, you're just hitting your cord around into your microphone. Oh, all right. That's fun. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're going to do a- another nonsense draft. We had a blast talking about the, uh, talking about best ve- beverages. I clearly won. That was fun. Um, just kidding. <laughs> Shane, Shane won with beer and coffee that basically let him run away with it. Um, it's unfortunate. He knew I wasn't going to pick coffee because I don't like coffee. Yeah, two of us did really well. One of us did really bad. Really I believe poorly. only one person won, right, Nelson? Sure, but it was a, it was a good race to the nope. end. No, nope. I think it, it was like I think won. it was like fifty five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I made it interesting towards the end. I think it was like fifty five percent, forty three percent. I'm not a numbers two percent here. I just I run on vibes only, so so we can just kind of yeah, that's calm that that's down. it. Um, to, Today, this is kind of carrying over from our uh, from our second podcast that we recorded before this one, just for the guys on our Discord. So make sure you join the Discord. It's completely free. If you want to uh, get our rankings, everything like that, there's additional channels in the Discord. It's just $25 for the entire year. Um, and we update our Debbie ranks. We update a ton of stuff. So um, A, join us in the Discord, and B, uh, join us in the secret shopper portion of the Debbie Marketplace Discord. Um, but the carryover is we're going to be drafting best vegetables. Now, not always a hit to some people, the old veggie draft. Um, but I think there's some bangers in there uh, that that are worth talking about. Uh, so one of us, I think, is a health nut. That's Nelson. Um, and then there's just these two other little critters that... Uh, mainly like to eat things other than vegetables. That was probably the first and the last time in my life that I'll be described as a health nut, but I'll take it. <laughs> but, but better than us. Uh, as, as, it's just you know, a nice way to say that you're skinnier than we are. Yeah, when you see the three of us at the expo, there's going to be one person that's clearly the health nut of the three, right? <laughs> How tall are you, Nelly? You, are you like six, six, one, six, two? Yeah. Ah, oh, man, they'll be towering over us. We're too. short kings. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh, but let's just dive in. Best veggies. Um, who who wants to uh, go first? I'll go can first I, if you let me. Can I say something real quick? Those of yeah. you that are going to get super semantic-y, which is not a word about some vegetables that are definitely vegetables but may have some seeds in them, this is not the podcast for you. Please don't complain about that. I think the one... The one that is a fruit is a tomato. I I feel like that's been argued forever. But if you're going to come at like some good vegetables like zucchini and all this other nonsense, I'm not having it. Okay. Yeah. Don't want it. We don't do technicalities here. No, we certainly don't. Uh, we are a broad category group. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first if you let me. Yeah. Um, it's summertime. Uh, this this 
vegetable is really just coming into season. I'm going to take sweet corn. Uh, a good ear of sweet corn is fantastic. Yeah. I, I mean, it has no nutritional value, thus is probably I don't give a shit for the vegetable, right? Because, yeah, but... And uh, we're we're clear, right? Potatoes are also a grain because they're in the... They're not a vegetable. I don't think potatoes are a vegetable. I've never thought of that. Or else I would have yeah, taken yeah, potatoes. I but I don't I think of them as a, as a vegetable. Sweet corn is a classic cane pick. He's following up on his 10-year-old palate from the drink draft. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, 10-year-olds drink wine and margaritas? <laughs> You're right. Ten-year-old plus like seventy-year-old. <laughs> so I average out to what is the average of that? Figure yeah, out forty. You're on, you're on both ends of the bell curve. Yeah, that's all right. Shane, uh, do you want the second pick? Um, that's up to you. You can take whichever one you want. Um, I'll go here. Right. I'll take it. I'm gonna take zucchini. I love zucchini. We talked about it a little bit on the second pod. It's so versatile. My my go-to way of prepping it is uh, cutting it uh, like cross sections, pretty thin, throwing them in the oven, roasting, and then broiling a little bit, getting them a little crispy. But also like a zucchini boat where you carve out the inside, you load it up with like some couscous in there, some rice, some some ground chicken. It's like it's so versatile, um, and and also like just chop it up lengthwise and throw it in a stir fry on the on the stove. I mean, it's all good. Yeah, I love I, zucchini. Yeah. I just didn't I think I just think sweet corn encompasses more. Cuz I can just grab another squash that kind of can replace zucchini a little bit. It's hard to find something that actually replaces corn in my mind. Just no corn. I like corn, though. I don't like corn. It's fine. Wow. You don't like corn at all? You're, I just, I'd like that, you know, you're having hot dogs and hamburgers, and there's just a huge tray of sweet corn there. Like, it's a great picnic food. Like, I, I just like that. And around where I am, like, sweet corn's super big. Because I live in the middle of nowhere. All right. These are tough. There's three, three picks I want. So I'm, I'm going to go with the one I definitely want. 103. I'm going to take onions. I think ah, onions are very versatile. Come back. Uh, yeah. I, I think onions are super versatile, right, as a vegetable. Not the most nutritional vegetable in the world. You don't just want, like, a side of onions. But... Having, I could throw an onion, I feel like, in any dish makes it better. Uh, so I'm in there. And I think 201, I think I'm going to take carrots. You know, underrated as the as in the orange vegetable. I'm a big fan of, like, Indian food, Thai food. Carrots always go well with that. Um, so I'm, I'm in for carrots. Uh, one really good pick there. Carrots stink. Carrots, um, carrots are tremendous. We're they kind of finding out. We're kind of finding out that Nelly's kind of just anti most veggies. He just no, 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 just the bad ones. If it's not green, <laughs> he's out. I actually, yeah, I mean, I actually think I only like green veggies because two hundred two here. I'm going broccoli. I love broccoli. Yeah, that was my other one. That was my other one. Steamed broccoli, super good, super easy. Roasted broccoli, fantastic. Again, you could just throw it on, throw it in a stir fry, uh, have it kind of soak up all that sauce. So good. Uh, I mean, love me some broccoli. The texture is great. You got the crunch of the stem, and and the little leafy bits are all kind of take on the flavor. It's, it's so good. All right. Uh, that left me, all those picks kind of left me not with a lot over here. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb. This is, I, I just draft with my heart. I think everyone knows that at that at this point. Um, one that I love, I'm going to take the avocado. I'll take the avocado. Yes, uh, that's a good pick. 
absolutely delicious. I'm a big sushi guy too. Um, so avocado is super important for sushi rolls. I'd like to technicality that. That's a fruit. Uh, that's just because you wanted that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good pick. <laughs> now, the second pick, this is where things kind of uh, go a little haywire for me. But because um, oh, there's so many good ones. I I think I just have to keep going with the heart here. I'm going to take the asparagus. Uh, just had, like, it, I, had I, it tonight. Had it tonight. Great. Uh, we okay. we had it this weekend. We grilled it. It's absolutely delicious. Uh, like it. It's just such a good vegetable. Sure, it makes your piss smell terrible for like a day, but like a small price to pay for good food. <laughs> Thin or thick? How do you prefer it? Uh, so I go b- both ways. Kane <laughs> <laughs> doesn't discriminate. Uh, thick or thin, he's in. Yeah, uh, so if I'm grilling, I want thin asparagus. Mm. If I'm like, it, if you're like doing a pan fry, something like that, it really doesn't matter to me. But for grilling, you do want it thin. Just because I think you get a better crisp grill, a better well, a better texture because you're not fighting the inside of the asparagus that's thick. On a thick one, it, it's just a little bit easier. Yeah, that's. I actually, I I think there's a pretty big difference between the two. It's like I love thin, thin uh, asparagus, but yep. thick is tough sometimes. Um, three hundred two. This is niche. Um, I would say a lot of people probably haven't had this. I'm going okra. I love okra. It's kind of another weird guess. I assume he'll take it later. I'll still write it down. Yeah, 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 later. (laughs) Uh, It's kind of a pain to prep because it's super sticky, but it's worth it. I mean, I love. I kind of prep it the same way as uh, zucchini, uh, cutting it uh, cross section, throwing it in the oven, salt, pepper. You don't need more than that. But nutritional yeast, throw that on there. Gets a little bit more crispy. It's almost like a healthy fry. don't knock it till you try it. Uh, if you know, you know. Can can uh, I can I give you another way to make okra? Yeah, please do. Uh, so you want to get it a little dry. Uh, corn a cornmeal flour mixture, and then fry it. So if you have like an actual like deep fryer, that's obviously preferred. You can probably get some of the same effect in like an air fryer or uh, pan frying, but fr- like deep fried okra, delicious. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I have never made that myself, but I've had it, and it's so good. Yeah, big fan. All right, three hundred three. I'm gonna go bell pepper. I think that is mm. right up there, and a, a nice pair with the onion too. I feel like I gotta, you know, put mm-hmm. those together. Um, mean combo. I had that for yeah. lunch. Four hundred one. I think I'm gonna go versatility here, and I'm gonna take spinach. I think I'm gonna take spinach because mm. I. I you know, and and I definitely I don't like like the stuff from the can too much, but fresh spinach uh, in a salad, you can cook it in a pasta. Like I, I, think, I just think there's a lot of ways. Uh, smoothie wise, I think it's the best. So I'll take spinach here. Um. All right, I'm going green again. I'm going Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. I, I've started to just air fry them, cut them in half, cover them in a little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper, maybe a, a spice uh, that is in your main dish. And once you get those kind of outside leaves crispy, delicious. It's so easy, too, in the air fryer. All you got to do is just chop the stem off and cut it in half uh, and toss it a little bit in the spices. Um, I, I, it's like one of those – it's one of those vegetables that gets a lot of crap for from, like, little kids not liking it. And I have no idea why. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, it's because it's, I think it's a little bitter. Yeah, it, it stinks. Like, like 
the smell is, yeah. is but I, I agree. Hmm. I actually don't know what you're talking about with that. Like when? When it's raw? After it's cooked? Yeah, after it's cooked, both. it's a very... They both are a little better. It does smell and it's bitter. I'd still like it. I think it's delicious. I don't think it's bad. Yeah, I like I like it too. But as a kid, the first time I ever had Brussels sprouts, I threw up. No joke. <laughs> That's hilarious. I have, I think, a lot of picks written down. Um, I and I don't know where to go here. Um, oof. I'm I'm just gonna. I know I'm fat, but one thing I actually really do like is a salad. So I'm going to go ahead and take lettuce. Um, I think iceberg lettuce is shit. But, but like, butter lettuce or, um, you know, just romaine, very delicious. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go lettuce uh, and that makes the rest of my picks really difficult here. Um, I have to remember I'm not making a dish with all of these. They don't have to all be together. Um, what's my list so far, Shane? Just so I know. Yeah, so far you have sweet corn, avocado, asparagus, and lettuce. Delicious. That's quite a team. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw this one out first. You can shut it down. Um. Because I, I honestly don't know where it falls. The mushroom? Um, it's a fun guy. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, take Where's it. that on the food chart? You know, like, <laughs> I'm looking, I got the food chart in my mind. Like, like where yeah. does that Technically go? not a vegetable, but like, okay, I fair. do think it, nope. it works. I like, I, you know, I, I'm fine with it. You can shut you shut it down. That's fine. It's, no, no, it's fine. It's probably not a vegetable. I'll, I'll cry no, go it. ahead, take it. Go ahead. I, like I don't think it's a good pick, so take it. Oh, Nelson. Um, no, Shane said it's not a vegetable, so I'm down to uh, my last two choices. Um, I both these two are both one of my favorites. It's like, do I want the one that I that I love eating raw, or the one that I love eating cooked? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with the heart. I'm gonna take peas. Yeah, peas. All right. In in particular, the uh, sugar snap pea. Oh, snap that. peas are different than just regular peas. You can. I just, I'd rather take sugar snap peas. Sugar snap peas are better. Yeah, they're yeah. incredible. Yeah, snow pe- snow peas. Miss me on those. I feel like you're doing a lot of work. To just eat a string. <laughs> you know, like on the snow pea. But sugar snap peas, truly incredible. And you can eat those raw. Hmm. That kind of there? reminded me. What's up? Were you going sugar snap peas? No, but it reminded me of something. Um, yeah, I'll write that down too. I'm going. This is I. This I'm going to take seaweed. <laughs> seaweed is. Have you guys had like seaweed salad? No. It is so. <laughs> it's such a natural way to get sodium. <laughs> seaweed is so good. A natural way to get sodium. That's just salt, brother. Why no, 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 no. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's like you're not just eating. Like it's it's uh it's it's not as unhealthy as just pouring salt onto something. Seaweeds don't sleep on a seaweed salad. Honestly, so good. Um, yeah. I mean, like, do you eat sushi? Well, yeah. I was gonna say if you if you if you would have led with sushi, then I, I would have before you. But you led with seaweed salad. Don't <laughs> get a seaweed salad and then come and apologize to me because right. because you All will. Right. I don't know where to get one. You'll have to tell me where to get a seaweed salad. I yeah. would never in my life order that. 
order it. I'll try it once. I'll try it once. Okay. I would rather get just a wedge salad with you. Just give me a wedge of iceberg. See, here's the difference. Here's the difference here. I vote with my heart. I pick what I like, and if the voters agree, they agree. If they don't, they don't. Kane's out here trying to take picks to cater to the voters, and it doesn't even work because last Which week pick would that votes. be? Which all pick of them? Would you were I talking for the listeners out there. Kane was talking offline about not picking things because the voters wouldn't like it. And you know yeah. what? If the voters that don't means... like seaweed, I'm fine with that because it's a. T- Do you have a recording of that? Do you have any proof? Listen. I don't need to prove that to anyone other than myself. Yeah, it's straight up nonsense out here. <laughs> Shane, what's your pick? For, uh, you, seaweed's uh, off the board. Yeah, you, you guys did it. I had like two picks. I was like, hopefully one of them takes one of them. So I don't have to worry about it. You didn't take either one. I'm not going to go with the technicality. Like, I think garlic is technically a vegetable. I'm not going to pick that. I feel like it's not fair. I like guess it's, it's not really a vegetable, you know? So, oh man, you know, I think I think I think I'm gonna go celery here. I'm gonna go celery. I'm a big, you know, I'm a big gumbo guy. Like uh, that's my favorite dish, and so celery very required for that Cajun food. I like some raw celery with some peanut butter in it. Kane, you would love it. Uh, really, that pick is worse than seaweed. Yeah, that pick stinks, Shane. Celery yeah, that's is, that is terrible. What are we talking about? Celery is yeah, great. That's a rough one. You know, you know celery yeah. really good. Just add it into a salad, just a nice addition. You get pure nutritional value. Celery is just burning calories over there by eating it. Yeah, because that's what I want to do with my food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I should do with my food, but I don't. <laughs> I don't want to, though. I, I think it's a good uh, thing. Big shout out. Big shout out to the Skeddy the Skeddy Squash. I'm a big Skeddy Squash guy. Yeah, it's tough to draft squash because zucchini is just a little bit superior. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's not like too far, right? Down. Like I, I like Skeddy Squash a lot. Um, I like most squashes. Green beans was next on my list. That was the other one I was considering. Green beans are good. I was considering uh, edamame when I took um, um, seaweed. That was kind oh, of. Refreshed. I had the I had the two pretentious picks for you written down as daikon and water chestnuts. <laughs> I don't like water chestnuts. I've never had daikon. Really? Yeah. I assume you've you. I know you. That with the food you eat, I know you've had to have had a daikon radish before. You just probably didn't know you Ooh, had. It. I don't like radish. Yeah. Yeah, you probably have had daikon. It is good. Uh, one other cauliflower, I think, probably should have gotten drafted. No. Shane no. mentioned earlier Indian food, carrot going well with it. I prefer I'd always uh have a like cauliflower tossed in like um tossed in like Indian seasoning. I think cauliflower might be the worst vegetable. I think it is terrible. I know a lot of people disagree with that. I think it's awful. I cannot get myself to like anything cauliflower. Worst vegetables eggplant. I'm happy no one drafted that. I believe you mean aubergine. Oh, yeah. Eggplants. Oh, oh, yeah. You want to talk about bitter eggplant? Eggplant parm, though. Come on. Eggplant parm. Yeah, Nelly's a turnip guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so one vegetable. I don't know if this is around you guys, but out here, uh, there's a lot of kohlrabi. Oh. Out yeah. here, I don't know if you know what that is. K O H L. Kohlrabi. I've heard of it before, but yeah, I, don't I don't know what it is. Uh, it almost has like the texture of like a potato, um, but it's kind of sweet. It's sweeter, so you can eat it raw. That's just a big thing out here. I like fennel or anise. More like anus. Because oh. <laughs> it's crap. <laughs> I like I like fun. I actually don't like like anise flavoring, but I like uh, fun. So. That's fair. Yeah. So you want to recap those uh, teams for us here, Shane? Yeah, let's do it. Kane drafted sweet corn, avocado, asparagus, lettuce, and sugar stamp peas. Nelly, zucchini, broccoli, okra, Brussels sprouts, and seaweed. Shane, onions, carrots, bell pepper, spinach, and celery. 
I don't know which way this one's going to go. I don't know. I, I think it could be close. In the polls, to be honest with you. I won that clearly. Come on. The okra yeah, and the we'll seaweed, I think, are going to create some problems for you. I think you're going to find some okra fans, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I think your okra fans, but I think your okra fans are going to be right with your Brussels sprouts fans. Well, I think there are two types of people. There are okra fans and people who haven't had okra. That's accurate. Um, and just not that many people eat okra. That's true. 50% of our listenership is from Minnesota. I don't know if they grow okra That's in Minnesota. True. That's not true at all. <laughs> they do not. <laughs> um, no, but, you know, I'm a little surprised there wasn't a beat drafted. Yeah, beats. Beat was I on my like list. Yeah. I like beets. Beets are good. Um, but I knew Shane wasn't going to take cabbage, so I was not. That was that would... be a fallback. For yeah, me. all right. That's worse than cauliflower for me. Cabbage. Yeah, I know you hate my cabbage. Least, that's my least favorite food. Yeah, it could be kale. So, I, yeah, I could. I've tried kale so many times. I've tried to get into kale. I can't do it. I think no one should be getting into kale. I think yeah. kale shouldn't be getting into you. Yeah, I, I don't know. Are you a kale guy? No. It's really bad. It's not good at all. Uh, if I've had the only time I enjoyed it was when it was like baked, and it was like basically kale chips, and it wasn't terrible. But they were just super salty, which covered up the kale flavor. That's fair. Yeah, just use seaweed, and then it's natural sodium. There. Thanks. That's a great point, Shane. I appreciate that. <laughs> Let, let's get into the uh, main draft here. Uh, I wanted to talk about rookies. Um, I, th- I think this is an interesting time of year for rookies, especially with people that have had their rookie drafts really early on. Um, you're kind of set with this, like, like you've, you've heard so much about rookies almost ad nauseum for the past how many months? And now, like, they don't, always feel like rookies anymore if that makes sense like we've heard about these guys for so long being rookies and their value in the rookie draft things like that like it doesn't feel like some of these guys are actually rookies anymore because we've just talked about them forever um so let's just get right into it here uh does anybody want the first pick in particular i mean i I could take it if you want it yeah. I, I think it's still easy. I'm still taking Bijan Robinson, the running back for the Atlanta Falcons, at the 101. I know we, we do super flex, we do tight end premium. Even with those, uh, I I still think Bijan's just super safe. I think he could be the RB one in fantasy this season, like Saquon was his rookie year. Um, so I'm taking Bijan over the quarterbacks, and I feel better about that. Nelly, you want the second pick? Sure. I think this is still pretty clear for me. Um, I'll take Anthony Richardson. I don't think my rankings at the top have changed very much. Um, And Richardson just has the ceiling that the other quarterbacks don't provide. And being fourth overall is to probably the best situation out of the top three quarterbacks, in my opinion, um, is, is pretty lucrative. For sure. I, Three for me is still the same. I'm going to take uh, C.J. Stroud, the quarterback now with the Texans. I just think in terms of, of fantasy points, you're going to get a solid fantasy performance this season uh, because the Texans are going to have to move the ball. Their defense is going to be awful. Uh, and all of that is really dependent on C.J. Stroud and Damian Pierce. So I think C.J. Stroud's going to have a solid performance here um, for this first year. Sure, interceptions might be a little high. I think that's just going to be due to the amount of passes he's going to throw. Uh, because I think you're going to get a lot of games where he's throwing 40, pa- 40 plus passes a game uh, this year. So um, I think C.J. Stroud, just for fantasy value, I think he's going to have a better season uh, than Bryce Young. 104, I'll take Bryce Young. Uh, I, th- I think him and Stroud are close. I had Stroud higher pre-draft. I do think Bryce Young's incredibly underrated. Um, you know, when you're getting a number one overall pick quarterback at the 104, like that's pretty good. 
Uh, I think if you just take number one overall pick quarterbacks, you're in pretty good shape um, ultimately. So, like, I'll take it here. Uh, I think he's cerebral enough. I think he's going to do a little more rushing than Stroud. So I think for fantasy, I, I actually prefer Bryce Young. I, I also think he's a buy. I think he's cheaper than he should be. Uh, cheaper than Trevor Lawrence was and when he w- was coming into the league. Probably shouldn't be. 105. I will go Jameer Gibbs. Um, I would actually still take Jameer Gibbs at, at three. Um he, I mean, the the Lions released a video. They were prepared to take Gibbs at the 106 ahead of B, or ahead of Bijan if they weren't able to trade down. Um, I think that's absurd, but clearly the Lions have bought in. Um, I think he's going to be super involved. He's not going to get 20 carries a game, but he's going to go a bunch of targets. Um, I think he fits pretty well with that offense with Jared Goff. Um, and I mean, those are the high value touches, right? And, and the talent is, the talent is there for sure. So, um, I think he's very clearly, at least in this tier. Um, so that leaves me with, uh, JSN going six. Um, I think of the players remaining, I think JSN just has probably the highest ceiling and sure that he's behind two other good wide receivers, is it a guarantee that, you know, that Geno Smith has another um, exceptional season? No. Um, but if Geno Smith isn't the answer, they're going to find that answer pretty quickly in Seattle while they still have um, a relatively young DK Metcalf and uh, JSN is kind of that next guy to slot into that uh, Tyler Lockett role. So I'll take JSN here. So I still think Jason's going to be a stud. I think we're going to regret him going this slow when push comes to shove in a couple of years. I really do. Like, I don't care about the situation. I don't care about the offensive quarterback. I think he's just that good. Uh, 107's tough. I, I'm i going to take Dalton Kincaid, the tight end from Buffalo here. We're, we're, we're in the draft for doing a tight end premium, uh, pretty hefty tight end premium. And it looks like he is just working that slot in camp. It's still going to take time. He's a rookie tight end. Like, I still don't expect a lot. But I do think in a tight end premium league, I prefer Kincaid over kind of the mess of receivers uh, after this myself. Well, I will dip into the mess of receivers. I'll take Quentin Johnston uh, now with the Chargers. Um, I think there's a little bit of concern with him outside of his prospect profile situationally with just the fact that it's a crowded receiver room. Uh, but Keenan Allen's older. Mike Williams is also getting up there in age. Both guys have dealt with soft tissue injuries, which are more commonly reoccurring. And I think there's just talent there, right? Like he's alongside Justin Herbert. He's on his rookie contract. Justin Herbert just signed a long-term deal. Uh, if it's not this year where he breaks out in a big way, I think there's a, a good chance it happens in the future. Uh, and the thing is, like, if he's not a stud, if he's just good, right, like the the volume will be there and, and the situation is there that he can still contribute to your team. So there's actually a little bit more of a floor with that. The, the camp drops don't have you worried, Nelly? Uh, he, had, he had four today, Quentin Johnston. Jamar Chase was dropping all the balls in camp. That's because he didn't know that there wasn't white stripes on the NFL ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Quentin uh, Johnson, Johnson didn't know that either. Maybe. Yeah, that's her. Uh, 109, I'm going to go safe here. I'm going to take another just good wide receiver. I think Jordan Addison is going to be a solid wide receiver for the Vikings. Sure, you can make the case of like what's going to happen for the Vikings after Kirk Cousins, and I think that's a very fair conversation. Um, but I think Jordan Addison is a solid enough wide receiver that he's instantly going to become the wide receiver too for the Vikes. Um, I like him here at the 109. 110, I'll take Zay Flowers, receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. I, I guess I'm coming back around on him with some of the positives in camp. Um, and, and honestly, looking at the Ravens team, it, it feels like there's a ton of pass catchers, but I wouldn't be surprised in a year. Odell Beckham retires. Rashad Bateman is basically done. And it's like, oh, we just have Mark Andrews and Zay Flowers again. Ed Flowers is kind of the guy. 
Disappointed you took him. You don't normally take him. I thought he would fall to me. I think there's a tier after him here. Yeah, I, I, I've I've come around. I, I've come more around on him than I used to be. Yeah, camp reports have definitely been good. Um, all right, 111, I'll take Devin to chain. I think he's kind of the next running back up. Um, let's see. I don't know. We won the third round, right? Like, that's a little bit later than we would have hoped for, but the situation's phenomenal in Miami, especially with seemingly no Dalvin Cook being signed, right? So he's competing with Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson for touches. I don't think he's going to be given the full workload right away, but, I mean, I think by the end of the season, he should be talented enough to at least be leading that backfield. Uh, he's incredibly explosive. He's a pretty well-rounded player. So um, there, there's some upside there in that offense for sure. Uh, there's a clear top 11 for me. Um, I don't like this spot. Oof. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. It feels real yucky. Uh, but at the 112, I'm going to take Will I Am Levis. Um, like, he's still a quarterback that went in the second round. Like, if he was a quarterback we actually liked, we'd be clamoring for him at this spot. Um, at some point, they have to move on. They The Titans have to figure out what they're doing as, like, just a future of their team. Um, and I don't think Ryan Tannehill is necessarily the future of that team. Uh, so I'm going to go Will Levis here at 112, though I feel royal disgusting about it. Shane, you want to recap that first round and then take your uh, 201? We'll do 101. Bijan Robinson, running back, Atlanta Falcons. 102, Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Indianapolis Colts. 103, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Houston Texans. 104, Bryce Young, quarterback, Carolina Panthers. 105, Jameer Gibbs, running back, Detroit Lions. 106, Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver, Seattle Seahawks. 107, Dalton Kincaid, tight end, Buffalo Bills. 108, Quentin Johnston, wide receiver, Los Angeles Chargers. 109, Jordan Addison, wide receiver, Minnesota Vikings. 110, Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Baltimore Ravens. 111, Devin Chain, running back, Miami Dolphins. And 112, Will Levis, the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. The 201, I'm going to keep the tight end premium train rolling, and I'm going to go with Sam Laporta, the tight end for the Detroit Lions. Um, kind of kind of a flip in my tight end rankings, but Laporta looks like he has a hold on that starting job. And, uh, you know, the Lions – I actually think there's some some catches to go around here. I think Laporta could be in line for a decent rookie season and in a big tight end premium, I'll take him here. Hmm. It's kind of gotten kind of gross. Um I'll take I didn't think at this point you could call him a faller. I'll take Zach Charbonnet. Um the injury is kind of concerning out indefinitely with a shoulder injury. Um, kind of weird, the lack of information we have there. And out indefinitely, it's never something you like to hear. But second round running back, uh, workload profile. I think he probably ends up being a pass catcher out of those two in that backfield. Like I think they use him that way. He was decent as a pass catcher in college. Kenneth Walker has never really shown the ability to do that. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It, the situation is so weird. I mean, it's not good. But uh, I think just fundamentally, I have to take the second round running back. Uh, my pick here at the 203, I'm going to take Roshan Johnson. Um, I firmly believe he's the best running back that the Bears have. I think uh, they end up leaning on him at some point throughout the season. Um, 203 ends up being a fine pick for him here. I think he's a very, very talented running back. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take him here. Mainly, I also didn't want Shane to have him. Um, so I thought I'd take him. You're muted, Shane. I, I like Roshan a lot. I think he ends up leading that backfield, so I'm with you. And I was kind of hoping he'd be here at the 204. Uh, so thanks, Kane. Yep. I'm, I'm going to take Michael Mayer at the 204. I guess I'm just going to take all the tight ends <laughs> this draft. But and once again, a tight end premium. Mayer had first-round talent, fell to the second round. Had he gone in the first round, that we'd take him higher. Seems like he should start. Still has a good profile. I'm, I'm happy with him at the 204. 
that was the other player that I was between. It was I was between him and Rosha. Yeah. I'll join in on the tight end party. I'll go Luke Mosgrave for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Um, I think a lot of the things you said with Michael Meyer apply, right? Like um, first round buzz, first round talent, ended up going early second round. I think there are targets to go around in Green Bay as well. Um, and he has a, a fantastic athletic profile, and I think that presents a lot of upside. Um, so my pick here, the 206. Um, apparently, I'm just going to take guys that I know that Shane likes. But I think Rasheed Rice is a really solid pick here, the 206. I think we don't really know what's happening with the Chiefs. We don't know who's going to be the wide receiver one we don't know who will be the wide receiver five right like we we have absolutely no clue and every time you go on twitter it's a different player that is getting a highlight shared of them or uh, some tweet saying that this guy's the next uh tyreek hill right like we just don't know who it's going to be but i think rasheed rice is a solid bet yeah he has looked good uh, but he would not have been my pick here. My, uh, I'm going to take it to 207. I'm going to take Jonathan Mingo, the receiver for the Carolina Panthers. I just like Frank Reich's ex, you know, position there. Um, and I think Mingo with Bryce Young, they're going to grow together here. There's a lot of upside. It's a risky pick, but it's a pick I don't mind making at the 207 late in the second round. I'll keep the wide receiver run going. I'll go Marvin Mims here at 208 of the Denver Broncos. Um, He's kind of already up to wide receiver three on the depth chart by default. Went in the second round, has a pretty good production profile, kind of slots in pretty well for them in the slot uh, with room to grow in that offense. I don't know. Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy don't really scare me off, right? Like if Marvin Mims – is going to be really good. Like those two guys aren't going to hold him back. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I think there's upside there. If, if the Broncos and Sean Payton and Russell Wilson can bounce back this year. Uh, I don't know what to do here, man. Um, I'm going to fall back on just the rankings that I did shortly after the draft. Um, I'm going to go Kendra Miller. Like it, it doesn't feel good. Uh, but like he's still a solid player, got a good draft capital, good enough draft capital. Uh, sure, the running back room's murky, but like they drafted him for a reason, right? So I'm I'm just gonna hope that some talent wins out there. No, that's a great pick. I think that's maybe a little late for him. Alvin Kamara might get suspended here in a bit, so yeah, I forgot. He was no, he's gonna meet with Rod. It's fine. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, 210, I'm going to take Tank Bigsby here, um, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's also had a pretty good camp. Looks like he's making his way to be the clear backup for Jacksonville, and they definitely want more of a committee backfield. I think Tank Bigsby could uh, take and run with it. 11, I think I'll go with the last of the second-round wide receivers. Uh, That's Jaden Reed for the Green Bay Packers. Um, uh, that that receiver room is kind of murky. We talked about a little bit with Luke Musgrave, Christian Watson, lots of potential. Um, Romeo Dubs kind of showed something, right? But like, there's still that that offense is kind of a black box at this point. Who knows how Jordan Love's going to be? Uh, and they they paid up for Jaden Reed. They see something in Jaden Reed. His profile is solid, uh, it, not spectacular, um, but he's got speed for days. Um. I don't know. Again, this is kind of on principle, right? It's like a second round wide receiver. You just you have to take them when they fall. Uh, I think it's a solid bet at the end of the second round or even third round. Just take really, really fast wide receivers um, because it takes one play for someone to get excited about them. So I'll take Jalen Hyatt at the Giants. He's solid. We saw him do really, really well in college at Tennessee, right? Good enough to win some awards even. Um, he's a great player. I'll take him here at the 212 uh, and hope that 
a good coach of the Giants can kind of scheme some things for him. All right, I can recap that round. 201, Sam Laporta, tight end Detroit Lions. 202, Zach Charbonnet, running back Seattle Seahawks. 203, Roshan Johnson, running back Chicago Bears. 204, Michael Mayer, tight end Las Vegas Raiders. 205, Luke Musgrave, tight end Green Bay Packers. 206, Rasheed Rice, wide receiver Kansas City Chiefs. 207, Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver Carolina Panthers. 208, Marvin Mims, wide receiver Denver Broncos. 209, Kendra Miller, running back New Orleans Saints. 210, Tank Bigsby, running back Jacksonville Jaguars. 211, Jaden Reed wide receiver Green Bay Packers, and 212, Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver New York Giants. You want to do a lightning third round? Yeah, let's do it. All right, uh, 301, I'm going to take Josh Downs, uh, wide receiver Indianapolis Colts, uh, roommates with Anthony Richardson. But did he go to his birthday party? That's the question. Kicking myself. I forgot he was available too. I would have taken him over Reed. Um, who the rookies are? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at my rankings too, and he's just right there. Um, whatever. Uh, 302 consolation prize. I'll take Tajay Spears. I think Tajay Spears is going to be involved. He's kind of the perfect complement to Derrick Henry, right? Like, I think he'll be involved in the passing game right away. Um, and third-round running back, um, who I thought was very talented coming out. I think the reason why he's this low is probably due to, at least partially due to injury concerns, and I don't know. I don't think a team spends a third-round pick if they're super worried about injury, so uh, I'll I'll take that bet. I'm going to take Hendon Hooker, the quarterback of the Lions. Uh, Not really sure what the Lions are going to do kind of moving forward with their future, but uh, I think Hendon Hooker is an exciting player. He didn't get hurt. He probably would have been a first-round pick. Uh, I'm going to make maybe the biggest jump uh, in this draft from before. At 304, I'm going to take Evan Hall, running back for the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor is on the pup and might hold out and might want to be traded. Zach Moss just broke his arm. Evan Hall might be the starter for the Indianapolis Colts. I think he holds – because I was considering him for this next pick. I think he holds – uh, some standalone value. Like he's a very good pass catcher, probably better than Jonathan Taylor, and I think he could be involved even if JT is back. And he's from. Um, don't ever forget that. Three oh five. I'll go Tank Dell, another third round wide receiver, handpicked by CJ Stroud. Um, tiny, uh, but kind of plays in the slot and is always open. Um, I think there's a lack of a ceiling because of the size and kind of the role. But, I mean, slot guys can be super valuable for fantasy if you're playing in a PPR league. Uh, you went small. I'm going to go big. At 306, I'm going to take Cedric Tillman. Um, yeah, third-round pick going to the Browns. He's 6'3", 215 pounds. Like, just a big guy. And I think uh, if Amari Cooper continues to get banged up like he does, uh, they're going to need that size, so I'll take Seti Tills. 307, I'll take Izzy Abanaconda, running back for the Jets. The Jets clearly still want to add a running back. Maybe they signed Alvin Cook by the time you're listening to this, but if they don't, uh, I think Izzy Abanaconda is the second-best running back on that roster. You want to talk about second-best running backs on rosters? Give me Zach Evans for the L.A. Rams. Um I don't know. Cam Akers was like, he requested a trade last year, right? Like, I think people, it's, it seems settled now, but I don't know. I don't know how much he loves being there. I don't know how much the Rams love him being there. And I think Zach Evans, listen, he went pretty late. He was smaller than expected, and the athleticism didn't quite make up for it because he didn't test. But um, I don't know. The talent is there, at least in some capacity. I think it's, it's a bit of an upside shot. Uh, there is not a rookie draft around uh, where I don't have a solid shot at taking Luke Schoonmaker, uh, the tight end for Dallas. Uh, I, I just think he's a solid player. I don't know what's going to happen uh, with the tight end spot in Dallas. I think he definitely has a shot to be that guy. I mean, he's a solid blocker, can catch well, so I'm going to take him here at the 309. It's a good pick there. The the rest of the the lineup is pretty icky. So at the 310, I'm going to take Daenerik Prince, undrafted rookie, 
to the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, may have already established himself as getting on the roster, best speed score of the class, similar to Isaiah Pacheco, but a lot bigger, uh, can catch the football. I think their Prince might make that team and uh, make some waves. I am going to take a Patriots wide receiver. I'm going to take Demario Douglas. Um, good camp review so far. No one really paid attention to him out of school before the draft, but he did get drafted. He was extremely productive at Liberty. He was actually on a couple of my campus Canton rosters, so I was aware of him, and I was pleasantly surprised when he got drafted. Um, but I don't know the good camp reports. He's he's kind of a similar mold to Tank Dell, uh, like smaller slot guy, but good wiggle, always open, good yak. Um, this is just a is a camp hype pick. Taking him over, Keishon Butte. Yeah, I am. Uh, it's sad. You, you're talking wiggle. You're talking wiggle. I want to talk wiggle. 312. Let's talk Deuce Vaughn, Mr. Wiggle himself. Uh, people are, what, what's the nickname? They're calling him the joystick already or something like that. Um, he's some, they're calling someone the joystick. They call everyone the joystick at some point. <laughs> yeah, small and fast. <laughs> uh, like Deuce Vaughn, I don't know what's going to happen with the Cowboys running backs, man. I don't know who can. Who's going to get hurt? Who's going to juice? Who's going to do whatever? Um, so I'm going to take Deuce Vaughn here. And, like, let me just bet on the little guy. You know what I mean? That's fair. Uh, let's recap. 301, Josh Downs, wide receiver, Indianapolis Colts. 302, Tajay Spears, running back, Tennessee Titans. 303, Hedden Hooker, quarterback, Las Vegas Raiders. 304, Evan Hall, running back, Indianapolis Colts. 305, Tank Dale, wide receiver, Houston Texans. 306, Cedric Tillman, wide receiver, Cleveland Browns. 307, Izzy Abanaconda, running back, New York Jets. 308, Zach Evans, running back, Los Angeles Rams. 309, Luke Schoonmaker, tight end, Dallas Cowboys. 310, Eric Prince, Running back, Kansas City Chiefs, 311, DeMario Douglas, wide receiver, New England Patriots, and 312, Deuce Vaughn, running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Shane, you want to teach us something? I, I will. Let's uh, let's talk about the flag. I know how much Nelly likes flags. Uh, he's, he's said on the show numerous times. So in 1958, the United States held a contest because they were adding a 49th state in Alaska and possibly a 50th state in Hawaii. It wasn't set in stone yet uh, coming through. So they held a contest, basically send in your like designs because before that with 48, the stars were just lined up. You know, you just had lines of stars. And so how are you going to make this work? And so a lot of schools kind of use this in their curriculum. And the guy who would end up getting the winning design, Robert G. Heft was 17 years old. He was in a civics class and they had this project to design the new flag with 49 stars. He did his, he actually put 50 stars in his. So his teacher gave him a B minus, said, uh, it's awful, we can't even count. Uh, that wasn't, you know, the the, the project. And so uh, Robert said, okay, but if I, if this wins the national contest, this becomes the flag, then you have to change it to an A. The teacher agreed. He sent it in, 1,500 uh, different um, flags made the finals in his one. It's our current flag of the United States. He also has uh, his flag also. He also has a design for 51. So the next flag will also be his. Um, and so his teacher did change his grade to an A and went down in history. Take that, teachers. Yeah, teachers. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, let, let's go into our buy, sell, and unknown stocks here. I want to go first because um, I want to. Uh, my buy is John Mechie. Now I think he's he's a little sneaky right now. Um, John Mechie, you have to remember, was a second round pick for the Texans. Ends up getting diagnosed with cancer. He's now got the clear to come back. Like he's a solid player. Um, so just keep him in mind because I think you can get him uh, for not that expensive. Like we're probably talking late seconds, maybe a couple thirds that someone might be willing to part with him because they're not just not really sure what he's going to do. Uh, my sell, it seems to be everyone's favorite wide receiver right now, which is Jahan Dotson. I'm still not 100% sure he's better than Terry McLaurin that I don't like. So, like, I'm just not really sure. So I'm selling him. He's getting to the point where, like, he's valued with wide receivers like Brandon Ayuk and 
uh, Jerry Judy, Christian Watson type players, and I would rather have all of them over Jahan Dotson. Um, and my unknown right now is Lamar Jackson. And, and the reason why he's kind of unknown for me is I, I don't know. Obviously, they want him to throw more. What does that do for his fantasy value when he's not going to be running as much? Um, obviously, it's a large portion of his game. Um, if we look back at you know his really good seasons, he's had good rushing numbers, good rushing touchdowns, and been super efficient throwing touchdowns at a very high clip a la Carson Wentz when he kind of broke fantasy football. Um, so I, I just don't really know, you know, what that's going to look like. And there's so many other good quarterbacks. Like, does he kind of, does he stay in that top tier? Um, do do some of these rookies end up going over? That's kind of my question. Um, what happens next year when we're kind of looking at like Lamar Jackson or Caleb Williams is kind of, how I'm seeing things. I'm not really sure um, what to do with him here. I think it's actually a fair point. Uh, I think we, I can see, I think I can see Lamar going either way and next year uh, is value going either way. So I like those. Um, my buy is, is a Baltimore Raven. I think it's JK Dobbins. I think people are just too low on him. I think I'd rather have him over, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift. I might even offer like Travion Henderson for him. I think might get it done uh, in a Debbie league. I just think Dobbins is going to be the the guy at running back there. All this talk of they're going to throw the ball more, um, I, I think just lowers his value when uh, like Todd Monken ran the ball plenty at Georgia. Let, let's say that. Um, and he has a good running back here. So uh, I'm, I'm still in for Dobbins. I think he'll catch some passes. Myself is someone that Nelly picked in our rookie draft, and that's Marvin Mims. I actually don't think the value is bad for where Nelly took him, but uh, I obviously would rather have Jonathan Mingo, who I drafted over him. But you know, but I think right now with the Tim Patrick out for the year, probably out for his career injury, uh, KJ Hamler is going to get cut here. Like the Mims hype is going to get out of control, and I think once that hits already starting i would sell him maybe add a second try to get zay flowers i think uh someone might do that maybe try for amike buka i think i'd rather have him over marvin mims some interesting routes to go to sell him my unknown is uh jameson williams i just i don't know what to do with him he's first round receiver i still have some hope but he's suspended the camp reports have been beyond awful you know we got into a fight with an undrafted free agent like He's dropping passes. Like, I don't know, you know, maybe mentally there's some block there. He's just had a pretty tumultuous career so far, a young career. Like, I still know the talents there. The Lions uh, are t- talented offense, uh, so I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, it's tough. Um, all right, I'm going to go Debbie here. My buy is going to be Jace McClellan running back for Alabama. Um, I just think there's so much value in getting the starting running back for Alabama. And it seems like that's going to be Jace McClellan this year, at least to start. Um, and, I mean, we saw what? Like, Brian Robinson is probably one of the worst starting running backs we've seen from Alabama in a while. And that's not a dig on him. It's, they just always have talent there. And he still went in the third round and is a, a viable Debbie asset or a viable dynasty asset. Um, so I just think he's a little underrated because he's a little under uh, – uh, unexciting because there are younger guys that are kind of viewed as higher prospects, but uh, he's pretty well-rounded in his own right. He's a good pass catcher. He's shown some explosive ability early in his career. So I think he's a good buy. My sell is Deuce Robinson, freshman uh, player for the, for USC. Uh, I say player there because he's listed as a wide receiver. uh, Whereas as a recruit, he was a tight end the whole time. And that just destroys his value. Like as a wide receiver, he, he there is so so much higher of a bar that he needs to reach to to be a difference maker for for dynasty purposes. Um, whereas as a tight end, you know if you're like a wide receiver three, you're like you're a, a borderline difference maker as a tight end in the NFL, right? So like if he's being tagged as a wide receiver now, that seems like a conscious effort on his part to have it that way. And as a player, you want to be a wide receiver because you get paid more as a wide receiver than as a tight end. So um, unless it switches back, I, I won't be rostering any Deuce Robinson. Um, 
unknown here. Uh, trust tree. Um, I might be coming around on JJ McCarthy. Um, he's an unknown because I'm not buying, but like when there's smoke, there there's fire. This kind of feels like Will Levis last off season, but with a little bit better of a profile because uh, it's tools. But JJ McCarthy hasn't been awful. He's just been pretty raw, whereas Will Levis was not good for a long time. Uh, and Will Levis didn't get better in his last year, and he still went early second round in the NFL draft. And so, like, if that's J.J. McCarthy's floor at his current cost, that's not terrible. And that's not his floor. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's his floor. His floor is is not being an NFL player. But, like, I think, at least on my end, I'm coming around on my prior that J.J. McCarthy is just bad and kind of listening to or at least considering the hype here and, and questioning, am I being too low on him uh, stubbornly? Huh. Seems very Carson Strong-esque. Carson Strong couldn't move. J.J. McCarthy is a good athlete. Yep, but I still think that the floor is that they're both undrafted. Definitely. Um, but that's it for us at the Devin Marketplace. If you want to talk about our buys, sells, or unknown stocks, you want to talk about uh, the best vegetables, you want to talk about this rookie draft, come into the Discord, wherever you're listening to it, hit the description, click on the link. It's completely free to join, so come and join us. Uh, we'd love to have you in the Discord. But for all of us here, just want to say thanks so much for listening, and we appreciate every single one of you. <laughs>